So this episode has honestly got to be my favorite episode, and here's why. So when you start your business, you have a vision and a plan of where you want your business to go or what you want it to look like or what you want your Facebook group to look like, et cetera. So my vision has always been create this Facebook group that has exactly, you know, the content that I plan on sharing, have members refer other members to your group, have your members connect with you or connect with your message and buy your program, buy your course, go through the course and get amazing results with your course and then highlight them on your podcast. So in this episode, I have the pleasure of talking to Deborah Watts, who is, you will find she's just flipping amazing. And um, that's exactly how it happened. She was referred to my group from another podcast uh, guest, Sherelle Weems. On a previous podcast, Sherelle had uh, referred Deborah to the group. Deborah said, okay, this is exactly what I need. She jumped into mastering the outer groups. She finished the course in a weekend and just jumped in with two feet. And I can't wait for you to hear her story on how she implemented what she learned right away and the results that she's seeing in her group. And it's just so much fun to watch. So this is exactly, you know, full circle of exactly what I want for every single member of my own group. And if you're not a part of that group, please go to Facebook group success with Anna Gray and join and be a part of the party. And so that's it. Just let's just listen in. Hi, I'm Anna Gray, your host for the Mastering the Art of Groups podcast. Join me as we stop winging our Facebook groups and start creating communities that don't rely on the algorithm. We'll be talking to course creators, coaches, and other online entrepreneurs who are maximizing the use of their Facebook groups, bringing in consistent sales by building long-lasting relationships and really ditching the online entrepreneur hustle. I'll also be coming to you with the latest group updates and easy tips that you can take action on today to bring life back into your group. Hey guys, welcome to Mastering the Art of Groups. Today, I'm super excited to have my guest, Deborah Watts. And the reason I'm super excited is that she is taking her Facebook group and running with it right now. And I wanted to make sure and highlight what she's doing in her group that you can take notes uh, to and, um, you know, follow along and really see where she's going and actually join her group and be a part of this. Now uh, I'm not even gonna say madness, but this revolution that you're creating, it's so much fun to watch. So Deborah, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate having you here. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm very much appreciative of being here. 
Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to dig in here. So Deborah, would you mind sharing? Uh, well, first of all, let me share um, how Deborah and I met. And of course, it's going to be a Facebook group. So she joined my Facebook group, but it was because of one of my dear friends that I've built a business relationship and a friendship with. And she referred you from her group into mine. And then we've built this relationship from there. So this just shows just how amazing relationship building can be in Facebook groups. It is because of the relationship that I have built with others in my group that she uh, trusted me with you. And um, that is actually one of my, actually my favorite thing about Facebook groups is the relationship building piece that most people I think are either missing or they don't understand. So this is a perfect example of building true relationships so that we trust that our people, that our community members are going to be okay in someone else's group. And that's all because we build these relationships. So it's, I, I'm so blessed to have you in that group. And I'm blessed to know that that's how we met is through relationships. So thank you again for having us. Um, would you share with us your story, your background, how you've got, got into business and then, you know, dig into to your Facebook group, but I'd love to hear, and I'd love my listeners to hear your story, and uh, and then we'll go from there. Sure, sure. Thanks, Anna. I, I really started out in engineering, because that was my, my dad was a chemical engineer, and I always wanted to be an engineer and an architect, so I went to school for both of those things, um, but I just never could fit into the corporate blueprint. I, I tried all kinds of jobs. I was in construction. I was in project management, I was, you know, I was doing all different kinds of roles in the engineering, design, and construction industry, and I could not find a way to really be enjoying my my job. So, um, finally, I I struggled for about fourteen years, and then I finally said, you know what, I'm going to do what I love, which is teaching. So I went into teaching. I went teaching um, fifth and sixth graders math in a really, really like highly coveted school. <laughs> and I lasted three weeks. I said, I can't do this. I, I, first of all, hats off to every teacher out there because I don't know what you guys are made of. I don't think you're human, but it's awesome what you do. God bless you. And also I just realized I was just not good for jobs. I thought it was maybe my field, my industry. And if I did something I loved, which was teaching kids, I love teaching kids, that it would work. So when I realized, you know, to, I thought I would be really down when I realized that the job was not for me. I was actually very relieved. Hmm. And I had tried to start a business a couple years prior and it had an you know, of course I made no money and I got scared and I went back to looking for a job. Um, but this time I said, I don't care. I don't have a plan. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm not going back to another job. Never another interview. Only way I'll work for someone else is if they're a close friend and they ask me to help them out with something. That's it. I'm never doing the traditional job again. And that was it. And that was September of 2016. Mm -hmm. And uh, I stepped out. I took a quickly took a business training program and, um, 
you know, just got started with everything and made no money for like over a year, you know, <laughs> just trying to figure stuff out. So literally yeah. you can imagine I'm living off of credit card. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a child, you know, and all this stuff is happening, but I was like determined. I was like, I don't care. I'm doing this because I was like, I, I know what trying to work at a job has done to me. Right. You know, I knew what it had done to me. I'd gained right. weight. I was sick. I was stressed right. out and all that. So, um, you know, fast forward now, I, what got me into le- what I do now, which is leadership mentoring for, for Mavericks and Purpose Driven Leaders, is just, it's like just following the next crumb. You know, and I tell entrepreneurs all the time when they're starting out, like, you don't have to have it all figured out just take whatever next step makes the most sense for you. And um, that's what I did. And I have a a very large vision. I actually have about four or five businesses that I am going to be running. But the first one, which was coaching, which I thought was going to be the easy one to get money and just get started and and then fund the other businesses, actually has ended up being this amazing transformational journey for me um, in so many ways, so positive. And I'm very grateful to do the work that I do now. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know what I love, actually, I love about this pod, these podcast interviews is I get to learn more about you. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, I had no idea that your background is engineering. I had no idea that you taught uh, kids for a short period of time. And yes, hats off to all those teachers. So I love, I love learning your journey because i mean we all have a history we all have you know where we started and how we ended up where we're at today and and you know that journey is to continue so it's it's going to be fun to see you know how your journey continues so thank you for sharing your your history now i know you even more which i love um so now that you are, so you're in your next phase, you're your, your first phase of your business launches um, and that's coaching. So what made you decide that you wanted to build a community around your coaching business? Um, I mean, I'm always about community and I, you know, I was an only child raised by foreign parents, foreign born parents in, in the US. And then we traveled a lot. So we were always the foreigners, no matter where we were. Um, so I, you know, that can be very isolating, especially because we were in a very strict religious community that was very close, closed off. And, um, and I didn't fit there either. So <laughs> I was like, always, I'm always seeking community. And I, it just was natural for me. Um, my first not my first, I think it was my third business program was when they were like, you know, here's how you can start with low hanging fruit, create a Facebook group, get people in through ads. And so I did that whole thing. Of course, it didn't work anywhere near like what I thought it was going to. But I did enjoy running and facilitating a community. I've always, I mean, even in my corporate jobs, that was the part that I liked was I was always asked to do facilitate, ironically enough, um, conversations about diversity and inclusion and unconscious bias and all the lovely things that we're talking about now. Like I've always been a part of those things um, and always volunteered and I really enjoy facilitating communities. So I knew that that was something that, you know, I would, I would always want to have. Yeah. So you're a natural at it, right? Clearly. 
and I'm watching you and you are absolutely a natural at it and creating that conversation and, you know, um, bringing people in to the conversation. I mean, I get sucked into your videos all the time and that just shows I'm, I'm obsessed with Facebook groups. I'm in Facebook groups. I'm, I, you know, my feed is constantly going, but your videos show up all the time and I get sucked in every time, which is great because it, I mean, it just shows how you show up, right? Like you show up because you, you want to serve your community and it's very clear. So, so I love watching, I love watching that. I love that you are a natural. It, it, it's interesting that you're a natural at that, but you still found yourself, I know just based on our conversations in the past, you found yourself struggling with yeah. why isn't this working? Yeah. Because I am a natural at it. This is something yeah. that I like to do. It wasn't like it was like you were forcing yourself to do something you didn't like to do. You really like to do this, but you couldn't figure out what was not working. So maybe you can dive in a little bit about, uh, you know, what, what wasn't working for you, even though you love community and how you got through that and where you're at right now, maybe share some best practices that have worked for you that the audience would really uh, appreciate. And start oh, using. absolutely. I'm going to try to give you a bullet version, but you know, if I, if there's something that you remember that I don't share, please tell me because there's so much here. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a few main points. And one of them is like intention. So when I first started the first group that I did, I was taught like, this is how you run your business is you, you do these specific types of posts are called PAS posts, problem, agitate, solve. And then you, you invite them to book a call and it worked for getting people to book the calls. It just didn't work for people to actually sign up. So I was like, okay, let me do something else. So I just kept trying different things, but my intention was really about, this is how I'm supposed to run my business. It wasn't really about, even though I, I was about the relationships with the people and I did care, I was a little bit, I started getting a little irritated that I wasn't making any money from the group. And so that irritation started to throw me off a little bit with my messaging and with my flow. And I didn't know what I didn't know. I always say this all the time. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know what to fix. I was just frustrated because I was pouring all this energy and love and time into this group and everyone loved it, but I wasn't getting a penny. And I was like, but I did the start of the group with the intention that, yeah, I want to have community, but I also want to have some payments, you know? So yeah. it was quite, it was quite frustrating. And, um, that was the first thing was intention. And another thing that was also um, a hard balance was I had these great videos that would connect people and they'd be like, yes, but they'd take no action. And I was expecting them to take action. I was like, I gave you, like, I gave you the formula, just go do it. Let us know how it went, know what to do. And that would get me irritated. On the flip side, um, when I did all this teaching, I was just teaching so much. Everyone was just like, I'll just go to the free workshop on, you know, this Monday and get all my data for this week. Cause even what I taught was like more than they could. I always, I'm, you know, I'm a teacher by nature. So yeah. I go deep. I don't just go surface. I really like make sure you get, cause that's how I think I'm like, I want no step one to 15 each in between step. Don't skip anything. Give me the reasons behind it. Like I want all of that. So when I teach, that's how I teach. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of people, they were just like, wow, I can't even like 
implement the stuff that she gave me in the free stuff. I don't, how am I going to, you know, pay her for anything? Mm-hmm. So all of this was, you know, so I was over teaching or I was just like over like pouring and I was not focused on creating conversation. And that was where you changed things for me. So I had taken another Facebook group training where we, um, we learned about the algorithm. We learned about the comments and how to get, you know, your, your, post, you know, seen by more eyes. And we learned all of that great stuff. But there was something missing that I didn't catch from this train. And, he, and this person's an amazing person. I really do respect him. But I, there was a piece that I wasn't getting about how to really engage people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I would see these groups and they'd have the silliest post and everyone would be commenting and I'd be like I don't want my group to be like that I would pride myself I'd actually say sometimes like I I don't have all these silly memes and all these silly you know questions we're all we're no fluff here we're all about the you know the content and it was really challenging for me to see how I could get engagement without doing silly things that's what I was thinking in my mind Mm -hmm. and you kind of put the pieces together with the campfire formula and just how, you know, the conversation starters, I started using them. And I really was not, I was very skeptical when I started using yeah. them. I was like, nobody's going to answer this. <laughs> Most right? people then, are. Don't worry. And then like <laughs> day three, nobody had commented. I was like, see, I yeah. was like, all right, let me just, let me just finish out the first week before I put those away. You know, this was my thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then day four, somebody commented. Day five, a couple more people. Day six, I was like, wait, hold on. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I started to see what was going on. It, and it was literally like that. It wasn't like something where I really understood before I did it. I just did it. And then I started to see what was happening and what was missing before with my content. And that's what really was the game changer for it. Right. I love that you share that. And that it makes, of course, it makes my heart <laughs> feel really good um, because there is that missing piece We all know that, yeah, you can post, you know, you can go to Pinterest and find conversation starters. And I mean, I started using these funny ones on my welcome posts just as, as kind of a joke, but it's very easy to do. But what I love that you're like, why would I do that? Because this is not what this group is about. And yes, people, most people are skeptical about the conversation starters, but I love that you put together that there is more to those conversations than just what the answers are. You are bringing in your members. You are getting to know your members more. And I love that you watch that transition happen because a lot of people, it's a hard, it's a hard thing for me to sell unless you use it. And it's like, okay, I promise me, just go use it and see what happens. Because you're like, but my group isn't about how many shoes in the closet you have or whatever (laughs) the conversation starter is. My group is not about that, but your group is about the people in the group. And if you can come together rather than just say, what's your favorite fruit or, you know, whatever stupid conversation start engagement hack you use when you actually take the time and put together a conversation even if it's not about your business you're getting to know your members 
like your, your story and what you shared with me, yes, is about your business, but I picked out the things about you that is not about your business that I want to know. And you as a, a group leader, I'm going to assume, because most people are, would like to know those things about your group members. We all want to know those, but we're too afraid to ask, right? We're not going to go send a message and say, hey, how many kids do you have and where did you go to school? You know, we're not going to send that message. So how can we bring out those conversations and get to know our members a little bit better by tweaking it a little? And then once you do that, then what do you have? You have members that are like, oh my gosh. I love your group, right? So then you can share any other tips that you have as far as your business goes when it comes to your group. Now that you have them sucked in as uh, engaging members, right? What comes next? Share. Fun for you to share. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, just engagement went through the ceiling. Um, it just started to get really easy. Then when I was asking my business related questions, I was also getting answers from people. And so it helped me to understand, oh, okay. And what I would just do is I would take like, um, sometimes I would ask like, what's your biggest question about this topic? I would take those questions and I would just tag them on the end of my workshop that I did every week. And so then I would just answer them. And it was like, so um, the, the members got to see like, oh, cool. Like she's answering my question and you know, it's, they're part of the content creation. Exactly. hundred percent. And that's, um, I don't know about you, but I think that that's where groups completely fail is that they don't, they're not a part of the conversation. And, and it's not, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. You just don't know that, right. You, you followed someone who you highly respect and I'm sure has an engaging group, but you don't know the reasons why, you know, and you don't know as the group leader, you can watch your group members and see the light bulbs. And that's what everybody wants, but it's like, how do we get there? How do we get there? We have to be a little bit more creative than just asking this. I don't want to say stupid business question, but asking the stupid business question because nobody's going to answer the stupid business question. And then you go, why is nobody answering this? I'm giving my heart and soul. Don't they understand this? They do, but every group member acts differently and we have to understand that first. And that's, I think, and I'll go to, that's where, where people are missing the boat. So they don't understand their group members first. And once they do, you're a perfect example of applying that. And I love that you said that they're a part of the content creation. Doesn't that make your job even easier? Like, oh my gosh, Debbie, you're a mind reader. That's like the ultimate goal. I've said that in all my videos. Once you become that mind reader, they're there for life. Like they know, they understand that you have your back, they, that you have their back, which you always have, but they didn't understand it until they were a part of it. Right. So you, you do an amazing job at making them a part of your business. And when they have buy-in, piece of cake. Yeah. Right? And I love that you're experiencing that. And I love that you shared that. Um, is there any other uh, tips that you can share that 
you know, your kind of your daily activity or, or, you know, what's working for you without, you know. Yeah. I mean, I just, I found, um, I guess cause my topics, I, I tend to always be so serious. I found that I just do a, a, a light fun question every day. I know you don't have to, but I do because I just find that it just keeps the group, you know, and, and sometimes I get like no comments that day, but I leave it up. And then like three days later, a whole bunch of people comment. Cause like, you know, they were working that day and they didn't see it. And then they come back and scroll through the feed and then they answer. So, you know, that's another thing I would actually say is like, don't be embarrassed if something, if no one comments on a post, it's okay. Like every single post doesn't have to be like this, you know, hit, you know, it's like you'll have some of those, but it, you know, there are people who will come later, join later, or just look later and, and be yeah. you know excited about that topic. Even if in the moment that you posted it, it didn't get a whole lot of attention. Um, the other thing I would also say is um, being able to, especially your top contributors, like recognizing them. And um, what I try to do is at least check in once a month with them and just, you know, messenger and just say, hey, you know, thanks so much for your contributions. What's going on for you? Do you think, you know, this is weird? Do you think I should change this? You know, kind of like getting their input, getting their feedback, inviting them in. And I have gotten some really good feedback from some of the group members and I've changed stuff and I've been like, I've checked in with them. I'm like, is this okay? Or is this still off? And they're like, no, 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 this is great. But see, again, it's incre increasing the sense of community and the sense of like um, conversation as opposed to just me deciding everything and just putting yeah. it out there and expecting everyone to just swallow it wholesale. What would you say to people that are afraid of, you know, sending that direct message? Because um, what you said is incredibly valuable. And that's actually, that's, that's one of the things I pride myself in is, is making those connections outside of the group. But there are people that are afraid of sending those direct messages. One, because they say, well, I've done it before and nobody sees them. And two, I don't want to come across as being pushy. What would you say to those, those objections? Hmm. That's a good question. I think, um, like I've received, I, I got added to a group, right. That I didn't even know who added me or what yeah. the group was about. Yeah. Or what interested. Yeah. And before I could even leave the group, I had gotten an automated message from the group leader. And I was like, this is weird. Like, I don't, right. <laughs> you know, thanks for joining our group and would love to get to know you better. And I'm like, I, I, what, you know? Yeah. So I, that's like the one extreme Right. And on the flip side, like I would start with something that was more comfortable. I wouldn't tell them just go in and jump in. If you're feeling nervousness, that will also translate to them when they're getting the message, they'll feel your nervousness. So just start with like one person who just made an amazing comment. Right. Like, and just say, Hey, I just wanted to thank you for your comment. Like that's genuine. There's nothing pushy yeah. there. Yeah. Nothing pushy okay. there. Like I don't go in and I'm like, you know, demanding data from them. I'm just kind of like, thank you so much for your comment or thank you yeah. so much for your post. Or yeah. I really appreciate that you gave, you know, some feedback to this other group member. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything else. And there's no way that someone is going to take it as pushy for you saying thank you for what right. they already did. So. Right. Okay. And then if they don't see it, they don't see it. But I do, I want to, I want to touch kind of go back one, one little thing about what you had said, um, about your fun questions or, 
actually the posts that aren't seen. And then three days later, you, you actually, by saying that, you pointed out something that I totally love. The other thing of mastering your group is that your group members actually click on your group and check into your group oh, and yeah. don't rely on the algorithm. Exactly. And that's proof that they do that because you posted that three days ago. They were looking for something in your group. They were looking for what they were missing. Oh my gosh, I've missed her post for the last two days. Let me go see what I missed. And then you get that feedback. That is the sign of a very successful group is when you have your group members come in there on their own right? That's what you want. That's the ultimate goal. So yeah, leave those posts up there. It's a reminder to me. I need to do that too. <laughs> sometimes I do. Sometimes I get in these weird head spaces and it's late at night and I'm like, I'm just going to post. And then I'm like, why am I posting this? And then yes, I've been guilty of deleting the post before anybody sees it. But you're, you just proved on how successful your group is by, by showing that, you know, people three days later are going to scroll. Anybody that scrolls a Facebook group is someone that's there to stay, right? Someone that's there to stay, what is either a, you know, a buyer or someone that's going to refer people to your group or your biggest cheerleader. There's value in all of those, right? Absolutely. And, and just by you leaving that post up there and creating that intentional content, you're creating that space where people just want to be a part of. And I, I'm watching it in my own group that people want to be a part of your group. And for me, that's exciting. That's where I think that when we can celebrate other people's, obviously celebrate other people's success, but when we can celebrate their, their community, I mean, that's just goes exponential, right? It just expands. And, um, like when people get threatened that, um, others are sharing their groups, that's where we get it wrong. Like, yeah. it's okay. Share your group. I want the, I want my members to connect with you. Why? what's going to happen? Guess what? I found Deborah because of your group. Yes. She's amazing. Thank you so much. Hey everyone, you should go in Anna's group because you're a connector. So there's, there's so many layers of that, that I just absolutely love. And and the fact that you're experiencing that and it just is only going to get better. Right. Okay. So speaking of your group, where can our listeners here find you what's the best way to find you and your group well um, I'm just Deborah a Watts that's my um, username on Facebook and on LinkedIn and there there's links everywhere on my profile for the group and uh, yeah I mean it's just that's probably the easiest way just go to Deborah a Watts find me on Facebook and uh, awesome. you'll see tons of ways to connect with our community Yay. Great. And that, that link, I will make sure that the link is in the show notes so that they can click over there easy and be a part of your community and just see, um, what you're doing over there. I, I love it. I love every bit of it. So I congratulate you. I celebrate you and I'm super excited to be a part of your community. So thank you for being a part of mine. 
Thank you. And I just want to say that one thing is like, you know, not every group can you go and celebrate your wins and, um, you know, know that the group owner is really supporting you and your endeavors. That's not everywhere. So I really do appreciate that about your group and I love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mastering the Art of Facebook Groups. I encourage you to subscribe if you are a Facebook group owner or are looking to start a Facebook group. And I would love for you to review this podcast because it just allows me to show up more and share more tips for you when it comes to Facebook groups. And one more thing, if you are interested in a free training I have called Algorithm Proofing Your Facebook Group, then go to my website, ourcommunitycafe.com and look for the button that says free training. I would love to see you in there and thanks again.